Rhythm and Muse is a collection of stories and reflections in an immersive audio experience presented by Jared Forte for Slingsmith Radio. There's power out there. He plugs in clippers and starts buzzing his hair. His companion holds open a plastic shopping bag to catch the trimmings. In addition to power, the new plaza at Eager Park has jets that spray water straight up into the air. He strips down to his shorts so he can walk through and get cleaned up once the three children who are playing there are done. His companion does not have the luxury of removing her top. That would be indecent in the eyes of the law. Security guards and cameras abound and police heavy patrol this oasis among waste-laid blocks of vacants. She stands like a bra in sneakers and basketball shorts. A black t-shirt clings tight about her bosom. She solicits the help of another woman in the plaza and takes her turn with the clippers. The three gather close to shield the spectacle from the curious eyes of passers-by, gather close to be close to each other. I buzzed my hair today too, standing alone, looking in the mirror, listening to some guys on a podcast ramble about the psychotic nature of pure stoicism. I'm familiar with desperation. I'm less familiar with resignation and acceptance. I'm not sure what I see in this trio. Looks like friends looking after each other, doing what they have to do to survive the oppressive heat of summer and whatever else. face of sharp angles and corners. Dark, sunken eyes registered no hint of recognition when I walked past him. The last time I saw him was two years ago. He was sitting on the floor between two cushy chairs in a Baltimore Starbucks. He didn't have a beverage. He was there for shelter and power. I used my free refill to give him cover while he charged his phone. I'm waiting for a text from this girl, he started. He sipped his tall, dark roast, and I waited for the story. When I saw him two years ago, his face was angles and corners. His eyes were dark and sunken. He was decaying, consumed by an act of addiction. Last night, when I saw him, he was unchanged. He had somehow maintained the same state of decay. He had somehow managed not to fall off completely. Or maybe he did fall off. And when I saw him last night, he was on his way back up. Maybe he's getting better. I'm going to DC to meet up with her, 
he said, as he sat on that floor two years ago, but I didn't believe him. When I saw him last night, I wondered, did he meet her? What rocky road of heartbreak did he travel to reach this place? What rocky road of heartbreak had him standing before me gaunt and depleted? If he met her, was the love she gave more than he bargained for? Did it drag him so deep that he had to claw his way back from the brink of death? Or did she heal him? Did she make him whole? Maybe he was happy and healthy with her, then somehow he lost her. And last night was a snapshot of his descent. He didn't recognize me because I've changed so much. The kindness has left my eyes. My warmth is spent and people no longer seek shelter in my company. I don't smile much anymore and I feel a little less joy. I arrived at this place of a little less joy through a series of extreme highs and lows and I don't know which way I'm trending at the moment. He loved and lost her. He is falling and he knows it. And because I've resolved never again to have a love to lose, I too am falling. I just don't know it.